looking at the state of American politics and culture, Harvard University historian James Hankins commented, quote, I think of it as an historian. Many people don't think deeply about what it would be like to live in a different time. They have no sense of comparison. Thinking long about history, you get a much broader view of human life. History is a road to sanity. Close quote. This is the After Dinner Scholar from Wyoming Catholic College, and I'm your host, Dr. Jim Tonkowicz. Any college, even one the size of Wyoming Catholic College, is a vast store of knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. And while, as you would expect, we share that with our resident undergraduate students every day, our podcast, our distance learning classes, and the annual Wyoming School of Catholic Thought are designed to share the treasures of the college with as many people as possible. Thus, one of our goals for the After Dinner Scholar is to increase the number of listeners, and you can help us in two ways. First, subscribe to the podcast on the podcast platform of your choice. We're available on iTunes, Apple Music, Pandora, Podbean, Spotify, and Amazon. Then, once you've subscribed, give us a rating. The more subscribers and the higher the ratings, the more likely the After Dinner Scholar will show up on the platform in searches and recommendations. Second, spread the word. The liberal arts and great books are for everyone, so if you enjoy these podcasts and find them helpful, let your friends know and encourage them to try them out. Thank you so much for your help. Dr. James Hankins' comment that Thinking long about history, you get a much broader view of human life. History is a road to sanity. Comes from a column by Barton Swaim that was published in the August 19th Wall Street Journal. Swaim begins his article noting that so many things in America seem broken and our leadership seems incapable of fixing any of them. While he doesn't expect every reader to agree with his entire list, he notes, quote, a mind-bogglingly expensive welfare state that doesn't work, public schools that make kids dumber, universities that nurture destructive grievances and noxious ideologies, and a news media nobody trusts. Well, rather than disagreeing with the list, it seems to me that he's just getting started. And let me add, we could compile a similar list for the church today. It seems that wherever we turn, the world is falling apart around us, and it's far too easy to despair, concluding that this is surely the worst it has ever been in the history of the world. Enter the historian. Thinking long about history, you get a much broader view of human life. History is a road to sanity. My hope is that in the midst of the insanity of our current era, Wyoming Catholic College's new, free, six-week distance learning course, a course that I will be teaching, will be for you, and for me, a road to sanity. The name of the course is Points of Light in the Darkness, the Church in the 19th Century, and we'll post the lectures for six Thursdays, beginning September 29th. Well, despite the title of this course, and despite its content, my interest is less in history than in the working of God. My doctorate is in Christian spirituality. I look in particular at the dynamics of renewal and revival. And while that makes me a student of history, my concern is to tell 
the story of God's presence in the difficult years from the French Revolution through the pontificate of Leo XIII, with the intent of considering how Catholic renewal and revival can unfold in the 21st century as well. Why the 19th century? Well, the Catholic Church at the dawn of the 19th century looked as though she was on the ropes at best and at worst, down for the count. Would the church survive? Could the church survive? Many of a more rationalist mind thought the church was doomed and added good riddance. Many who loved the church were wondering as well, though. Popes through most of the 19th century were locked into a feudal view of the papal states and the nations of Europe. But the France, to use one example, the France of the Revolution, of the Napoleonic era, and of the mid to late 19th century, had little in common with the feudal France the papacy had grown up with. To say that the popes weren't prepared for the kind of state power, backed by military power, that they faced, is an understatement. They didn't understand what was going on around them or how to respond. The same was true in the developments of science, philosophy, and ideas about government. These grew up independent of the tightly controlled and thoroughly Thomistic universities that trained most clergy. It wasn't just the widespread growth of democracy, religious liberty, and progress that were not on the radar. It was as Pius IX's Syllabus of Errors put it, a grievous error to think that, quote, the Roman pontiff can and ought to reconcile himself and come to terms with progress, liberalism, and modern civilization, close quote. Yet there never was, and never will be, a way of turning history backwards. Progress, liberalism, and modern civilization were here to stay. What to do about it? Between the growth of state power that demanded obedience from the church and the widespread growth of atheism and anti-clericalism, all of which was matched by intransigence in Rome, it was bad. It was very bad. But God. Let me suggest that those are the two most encouraging words in scripture and the history of the church. But God. But God never abandons his people. And in the 19th century, we see how, in St. Paul's words in 1 Corinthians 1, God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, even things that are not, to bring to nothing things that are, so that no human being might boast in the presence of God. In this course, we'll begin by setting the stage, talking more in depth about the growth of the nation state and the changing philosophies of the era, how the words freedom and human underwent tectonic changes. Then we'll look at God's response by telling the story of five rather unlikely heroes and one heroine, St. John Vianney, St. John Henry Newman, Archbishop Dagger, John Hughes, Pope Leo XIII, and Centures of Lusso. God's solution to the darkness of the 19th century was the light of saints. 
Could God's solution for the 21st century darkness be the same? Not only could it be, it is. As St. Jose Maria Escriva wrote, quote, a secret, an open secret, these world crises are crises of saints, close quote. So join me as we take a six-week look at the way God worked in one difficult era and think about the lessons for our difficult era. It will be, I think, as Dr. Hankins put it, a road to sanity that will increase your ability and my ability to see beyond Fox News, CNN, the New York Times, yea, even the Wall Street Journal, beyond the crisis du jour to the possibilities that are there because God is at work in us and among us. The course is free, but we ask you to visit our website, wyomingcatholic.edu, to register. The registration link is near the top of the homepage. That's wyomingcatholic.edu. And the course is called Points of Light in the Darkness, the Church in the 19th Century. God works in mysterious ways his wonders to perform, says the old hymn. Indeed, he does. And seeing those mysterious ways worked out in history gives us hope and a vision for our own troubled times. What might God do to surprise us today? Sign up today and join me on September 29th on the Road to Sanity. For Wyoming Catholic College, this is Dr. Jim Tonkowicz.